2: visit harvardwestern.com and also brought to you by assiniboia livestock for the most reliable and dependable way to market your livestock today the sar Annual meeting opens in regina we chat with president ray Orb about his presentation which includes concern about the war in ukraine and a possible strike at cp rail we talk with the minister of agriculture about a possible strike at cp rail as well and the war in ukraine and the extension of the crop insurance deadline The Western Grain Elevators Association also weighs in on a call for binding arbitration to avoid a strike at CP Rail. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is
0: Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director
2: Jim Smalley. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today brought to you by Johnson's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. Farm leaders are seeking binding arbitration to avoid a strike at CP Rail. 3,000 CP Rail workers could go on strike as early as tomorrow. Agriculture Minister David Merritt is worried about the impact on grain movement if the strike goes ahead.
3: We're very concerned about it, Jim. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, we'll know in the next, you know, 24 to 48 hours whatever, what actions will be taken. And obviously our concerns are what happened from a logistic problem for, for us, for Saskatchewan. As everybody knows, everything moves in and out of this province for ag side by rail for the most part so you know we're very concerned about it and uh, we're watching it very closely and uh, we'll be reaching out to our federal counterparts and we have with you know with a letter but uh, obviously there could be some phone calls made as well.
2: Would you like to see binding arbitration to settle the dispute? Yeah that you know that's where we'd like to see it go is
3: binding arbitration so that you know the two parties get together and uh, yet they you know the rail system continues to uh, carry on obviously uh, in light of what's happened over the past few years, we're seeing, you know, limited supplies in a lot of jurisdictions, both imports coming into uh, Canada and also things going out. So it's very important that, uh, you know, we'd hope that the, the two parties would agree to binding arbitration and sit down and, and uh, come to an agreement.
2: Can I get a comment from you on the war in Ukraine? It's on the top of everybody's mind right now. I mean, even yeah. down at SARM, of course, that's an, a, a concern. Your, your thoughts?
3: Well, obviously, we're very concerned for the people of Ukraine. Uh, You know, you've heard our premier uh, and cabinet ministers come out and say we're, you know, supporting uh, refugees from Ukraine. We'll take all that Canada, you know, the federal government is willing to uh, send to Saskatchewan. Uh, We've had communities that have reached out, are ready to open up. We've had people that are ready to open up their homes. So it's very important to us. Uh, You know, obviously, we are very supportive of the Ukraine people and and the country and and sure wish that Russia would uh, leave Ukraine and and we could carry on. Obviously, we're very concerned even from an ag commodity side because Ukraine is a big supplier on on grains and and oil seeds as well.
2: Now they may need some food aid.
3: Yeah, you know, uh, they may, and it's very concerning, and our thoughts and prayers are very obviously
2: with the Ukraine people. The province has made several announcements the last couple of days. One this morning, they announced a $4 million economic recovery work experience initiative, which includes agriculture. Looks like this could be helpful for someone who needs workers and needs to train them.
3: Yeah, and and that's really an initiative we're, you know, we've been trying to do. And you know we see from the ag side that there's a lot of operations that uh, look for temporary foreign workers, especially from the vegetable side uh, in our irrigation area up in the outlook area. But also from the farm side, too, uh, a lot of uh, farmers are looking for temporary foreign workers to come in and help in their operations. So this just helps on the training side, you know, to help help run equipment, and learn how to operate equipment that way. So uh, it's an initiative we feel is very important. And obviously, if we you know we want to see the industry grow here in the province of Saskatchewan, we have to invest in in these types
2: of programs to make it work. The province has extended the crop insurance enrollment deadline by two weeks. Why do this, and uh, how will farmers benefit?
3: Well, it, it really it, uh, it was, it came down to a logistic issue, uh, Jim. Uh, you know, the crop insurance forms uh, went out from crop insurance in, towards the end of February, and there was a logistical problem there, so things got delayed going out. So uh, they were delayed probably about 10 days going out, so we've extended it till April 14th which will give, uh, you know, all the farmers and ranchers an opportunity to look at their their crop insurance forms and look at that side of it and just see, you know, what what program they want to take, just to give them a little more time, and uh, we felt it was
2: important to do that. The winter waits have been removed, so this is something that happens, of course, every spring, but how important is this to, to announce it? Well, it's really important.
3: Obviously, you know, we want to make sure we protect the infrastructure, the highway infrastructure here in the province, but you have to announce it too to, Also, so that the industry is aware of it and uh, gives them time to adapt to it. Obviously, in in the southern part of the province, we're seeing, you know, uh, above normal, the melting temperatures. So the frost is coming out of the highways and the road system. So it's important that we protect the investment that we've made into our highway system. And this
2: this is the way we do it. So spring road bans go into effect, I guess, this week?
3: Yes. I, I'm not sure the exact time uh, that they've set, but uh, that's the, and it'll go on in parts of the province, yes.
2: Now, another point that the province has announced, it's Agricultural Safety Week. Why make this proclamation?
3: Well, it's obviously very important to us, Jim. I mean, agriculture is is the number one industry here in this province, and and egg safety, and both from a physical and a mental perspective, is very important to us, Jim. And and we just, ag safety is important every day, 365 days a year. Uh, it's just that we picked this week to recognize it and, and promote it and just make sure everybody is safe out there and, and both not from the agriculture industry, but also from the public as well. You know, there's equipment moving down the roads and, uh, you know, we're getting into that type of the se- time of the season. So it's, it's important for us to relate this. And obviously the key thing is, Jim, is we just want, all the men and women that are involved in agriculture to uh, come home safe every night.
2: That's Agriculture Minister David Merritt. Coming up, we talk with the President of SARM, Ray Orb, about his message to delegates this morning at the big convention in Regina. It draws close to 2,000 delegates.
0: Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620
2: CKRM. This portion is brought to you by Seedmaster. No matter what you grow, Seedmaster has the ultimate seeding solutions for better crops and bigger profits. Seedmaster.ca. A possible CP Rail strike and the war in Ukraine are among the key issues raised this morning by SARM President Ray Orb. Orb says as many as 2,000 rural municipal delegates are attending the annual meeting today through Thursday in Regina.
4: I think it's going to be a message that uh, we're feeling pretty happy that we're all here back to uh, face-to-face meetings, you know, virtually we have missed two years of uh, SARM conventions. We were here two years ago in Regina, so it's almost like we're picking up where we left off. But of course, a lot of things have happened in the meantime, I and mean, we've got lots of issues to deal with. You know, we've got uh, we've got a drought that's uh, still impending in in a big part of rural Saskatchewan. Well, you know, we've got a, we've got a raging war. That's going on in Ukraine. We've got, uh, you know, we've got an impending um, CPU rail strike that will really hurt our provincial economy. So uh, still, arms have been really resilient. They've worked well through all of this crisis, you know. And we're going to congratulate them today for their for their good work.
2: On the CP rail strike, uh, it could <coughs> occur as early as tomorrow. Would you like to see something like binding arbitration to avoid a strike?
4: Yeah, of course. You know, we sent a letter off. Uh, we sent uh, letters off to the Minister of Transport. Um, you know, we're really concerned about this uh, this strike that could happen as soon as tomorrow. Uh, we have a lot of livestock producers in this province that are relying on delivery of grain to, the, to feedlots and to farmers' yards to feed their cattle. And if that's interrupted in any way, this is really the worst time possible for a rail strike that we, we can see our economy is just really rebounding now because of COVID, and this will just really
2: make things worse. Back to your presentation today at SARM. You feel that RMs have weathered the pandemic pretty well, and what's the outlook? Are you looking, what looking, are you looking for in the coming year?
4: you know we're we're looking for rms to continue you know being resilient but to be able to do that they still need the funding they need funding for infrastructure you know they need to be able to repair bridges and roads some of them need water infrastructure and things like that so they they still need the help from the province some of the help that the province gives us so that we're thankful for is revenue sharing and revenue sharing does slow down it's actually reduced uh, even though there's a 2 year lag uh, when our provincial economy slows down, there is uh, less funding going in there. So we're going to be watching intently to see what the revenue sharing is. Of course, our provincial budget is coming up, so we've got some asks there. And, and we've got some asks of the federal government, too. Uh, one of the things you know we're asking the federal government is to look at this insane increase in the carbon tax. We think the federal government should at least stop the increase in the carbon tax on April 1st, so I'm going to be
2: talking about that this morning. Making a big request to stop the rising taxes on fuel. They're all, already, I think, record or near record levels.
4: Absolutely right. You know, the increase in the farm inputs, you know, the, the fuel, the fertilizer, uh, some of the farm chemicals that farmers need to put their crops in, they're very hard to get, but they're also becoming really, really expensive. And
2: the province extended the crop insurance enrollment deadline to April fourteenth. An extra two weeks. Uh, your reaction? Yeah, that's actually a great
4: thing. I'm glad that Minister Merritt did that because it'll give people time to get their thoughts together. And you know, I think you know, in the past, it's always been the end of March, but this uh, is a wise move on behalf of the province. Just the way things are going, there are too many things happening at once, and uh,
2: it's uh, a good choice. And we're we're happy about that. Of course, winter weights removed as of this week. We have, of course, uh, spring weight restrictions beginning, and should always mention that's occurring this week.
4: Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, unfortunately, there still green uh, that needs to be delivered. You know, there are is livestock feed uh, that needs to be hauled too. So. Even though it's not the best timing, you know, RMs have to work with with farmers and ranchers and the industry to keep the traffic going, uh, you know, somewhat. But they still have to look after the roads, and that's a priority for our RM councils.
2: We need to have those roads for the future so we can't have them destroyed. So those restrictions are very important. Of course, you've got the bear pit session tomorrow. What are your thoughts on revenue sharing? Just how will it go?
4: Well, to revenue sharing, you know, it may come up tomorrow. it would be a question to ask the finance minister what is the position of the province. We have to look back two years at what happened then to see what our revenue sharing would be. But I think there are going to be questions probably on on gas tax and things like that and what the province can do to kind of stimulate our rural economy. I think there will be lots of important questions on health uh, rural and remote health, specifically, because you know some of the things that have been going on with COVID in the rural areas, short-staffed in some hospitals. Uh, there would be lots of questions for the health minister as well. The, the Ukraine, you know, the war—that's a serious issue, you know, and I think that's on the top of everybody's minds. And we're we're going to mention that this morning. We're going to have a, a few moments of silence to recognize the struggle uh, that the Ukrainian people are are undergoing right now in the ukraine and our sympathy our hearts go out with them but so do our thoughts about humanitarian aid as well and hoping our federal government and province can do as much as possible
2: Ray Orb is the president of SARM. The annual meeting opened this morning in Regina and wraps up Thursday.
0: Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM.
5: This is your realagriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. As we've been talking about for the last 10 or so days, there's a potential rail strike to happen at CP Rail. This has producers in Canada and the U.S. actually quite concerned. We heard a lot about this last week at Commodity Classic. You think about all the potash that leaves Saskatchewan and goes to the U.S. Midwest. And with what's happening in Russia and Belarus and the sanctions on those shipments and doing business with those countries, there's a lot of reliance on this Canadian market from a potash perspective, fertilizer in general, at this point in time. But, you know, usually when we talk about rail strikes, we talk to crop commissions because they rely on the railways to get product from you know, farm to elevator, elevator, well, not (laughs) trucks get it from the farm to the elevator, but the railway gets it from the elevator to the port at the coast. And we we talk a lot about how the railways are performing in that case. Well, with the CP rail strike, I, I would say the group that is the most concerned, the sector that is the most concerned about the potential of this strike is the livestock industry. Here to discuss some of the issues surrounding this potential CP rail strike is Janice Tramberg. She is president and CEO of Alberta Cattle Feeders Association. From the perspective of the Alberta Cattle Feeders, why is this strike or potential strike so concerning to you?
1: Well, it really started in the fall when we had uh, the drought. So, you know, because because we had such a limited amount of grain that was growing, um, we've been struggling to get enough feed to feed our cattle. A lot of it has been coming up from the U.S. and in the shape of corn and uh, dried distiller grains or DDGs, and uh, we've just barely been able to keep up with the the needs because of multiple things: cold weather, um, you know, even COVID has impacted some of this. So there's, you know, so because of that, we we're just sort of living off. Uh, supply that's coming in literally week by week, train by train. And so if we don't uh, have rail service, we're kind of at a point of maybe being able to feed our cattle for, you know, maximum 10 days to two weeks.
5: Yeah, I was just going to ask you, you know, when you say tight feed supplies, how, how long of a strike could we get away with?
1: Well, our calculations really are, honestly about two weeks I've talked to quite a few of my members they just haven't been able to build back up their buffers so they're looking in their bins and kind of scratching their heads and you know if this this comes to pass by two weeks we're we're in pretty deep trouble
5: have you communicated these concerns to the federal government and what is your ask is it is it basically an intervention
1: yeah we spent all last week talking with with government to try to help them understand, you know, really the animal welfare side of the issue. Because I think in the past, rail strikes, you know, hasn't, this part of it hasn't been a piece in, in the discussion. And uh, it was just sort of a, you know, everything happened at the same time and it, it's been really bad news. So, so we've been talking to them, you know, our number one ask, is that um, the CP Rail and the Teamsters Union would reach a solution prior to March 16 or any calling of any strike or lockout action? Uh, because we just really, if we can avoid the strike, that is the number one ask. Uh, so we've been, you know, we've been asking them to go in and work with uh, with both parties to try to come to some kind of solution.
5: In the event of a strike. Can the the CN or potentially, you know, the BN and and hauling some of the the corn north with trucks out of the the, the closest uh, unload point are, are those the temporary solutions at all or or what are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, we've been having those discussions with both CN and BN. The problem is again going back to that we haven't had a lot of. Uh, of service or I, sh- I shouldn't say that we haven't had um, corn we haven't had seed and so both CN and BN and CP are kind of working at max and struggling even just to keep up with the current or- orders that they have so-
5: This has been your Real Agriculture Update You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com It's your agro
0: weather forecast on the source 620 CKRM
2: Cloudy today, 30%, chance of showers early this afternoon, then partly cloudy. The high plus 3, the low minus 2. Tomorrow, sunny, wind northwest 40, gusting to 60. The high plus 5, Wednesday, the low minus 3. Clearing Thursday, the high plus 9, the low minus 4. Friday, sunny, the high plus 11, the low minus 6. Saturday, sunny with a high plus 8, the low minus 2. Sunday, cloudy, the high plus 7. 60% chance of rain showers or flurries in the evening. The low, minus 3. Monday, cloudy, 60% chance of flurries. The high, plus 3. Normal high is 0. The normal low is minus 11. The sun rose at 7.12 this morning. It sets at 7.02 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot right now is Cornac. In the south country, it's at 12 degrees. That's also the Canadian hot spot, 12 in Cornac. The cold spot up north, Stony Rapids, minus 14. Estevan is 4. Saskatoon, minus 2. Swift Current, 4. Weyburn, 2. Yorkton, minus 2. Cloudy and Regina, plus 1. That's 35 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south at 9. Humidity is 87%. Barometer falling, 101.0. Cloudy and Moose Jaw, 5. Winds are from the west at 8. Once again, Regina, Cloudy and plus 1. That's 35 Fahrenheit. This portion of Saskatchewan agriculture today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers. McDougallAuctions.com. And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizers just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems expect the best. Grain shippers are calling on CP Rail and the Teamsters Canada Rail Conference to accelerate their negotiations to avoid a work stoppage. Western Grain Elevators Association executive director Wade Sobkiewicz says the midnight deadline tomorrow is fast approaching.
6: Yeah, it goes without saying that, that a a work stoppage on CB, CP would make a terrible situation devastating. We you know we had this year we had fires in in Lytton BC, we had flooding in BC, we've dealt with uh, COVID. Issues, supply chain issues. Um, we've had a cold cold winter. Uh, we haven't received very good rail service this year at all. Uh, some of it is the railway's fault. Some of it isn't the railway's fault. But uh, now the weather is warming up, and we're looking forward to finally getting some capacity so we can move uh, the grain that's left uh, and is waiting to get on, on vessels and waiting to get to the... Uh, to the uh, feedlots here in uh, western Canada and, and uh, getting to domestic processing facilities and and now we're facing a, a CP work stoppage. So this just couldn't come at a worse time uh, as we're trying to come out of all of these different uh, uh, events that have happened this year.
2: Zabkiewicz supports the use of binding arbitration to settle the dispute.
6: We need uh, s- some different uh, solution to to rail work stoppages now and going forward. We we can't continue to to come across uh, or or uh, have have the. Uh, the hurdle of a, of a work stoppage that happens uh, every year or every second year it seems and and this year is is no exception it 's always the worst time and and this is no, no exception either you know it 's a terrible time for a work stoppage and and we 're asking for binding arbitration on this particular. Um, uh, for this particular set of circumstances. Uh, we know CP management would agree to binding arbitration. Uh, w- we believe the union, if, they're, if, if what they're truly looking for is a fair and reasonable outcome, then it should be willing to submit itself to a binding arbitration process, which, which should yield a, a fair and reasonable outcome without having to resort to a work stoppage and, and hurting, hurting the uh, grain industry and the Canadian economy. So yes, we're asking for the parties to to agree to binding arbitration, and if they won't, to have the government impose it.
2: And Canada could see unprecedented wheat sales if the grain can get to port due to the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Wade Sobkwitch is the Executive Director of the Western Grains Elevator Association. You're tuned to Saskatchewan
0: Agriculture Today on The Source 620 CKRM.
2: This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies. Small-town lumberyard, big on service. Arcolabuildingsupplies.com While many North American and European companies have halted operations in Russia following the invasion of Ukraine, several U.S. grain firms continue to be active. A coalition of Ukrainian producer groups has written to the CEOs of the world's multinational grain companies, urging them to stop buying grain from Russian ports until hostilities end. Meantime, Egypt and Algeria have had to switch to French wheat, with Asian buyers turning to India. Moving from wheat to pulses, India has lifted fumigation requirements for Canadian pulse imports. This comes as the two countries have agreed to resume free trade negotiations. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on the Source 620 CKRM. Market Update is brought to you by Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. With new inventory arriving daily, they'll find a vehicle that fits your agriculture lifestyle. Proudly serving southern Saskatchewan for over 60 years. See Nelson GM today. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola fell 860 at 1015.02. One red spring wheat went up 394 at 476.74. The rest were unchanged. Durham, 551.16. Feed barley, 387.54. Flax, 1252.11. Lentils, 877.50. Oats 50153. Yellow peas six thirty-four fifteen. Feed wheat two sixty one sixty-five. At Minneapolis, May Spring Wheat rose 17 cents at 1087 and a quarter cent a bushel.
0: It's the Livestock Reports on the source
2: 620 CKRM. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn, 842 4574. And now the latest livestock quotes.
7: This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of March fifteenth. Our last regular sale was on March the second. D one and D two cows sold from eighty two cents to ninety two cents. D three cows sold from seventy two cents to eighty two cents. Herefords sold from a dollar ten to a dollar twenty five. And bulls were stronger last week. They sold from a dollar fifteen to a dollar We had a pre-stored calf sale here on Monday. Five hundred to five fifty pound steers averaged two dollars to 29 cents and sold up to $2.48. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.04 and sold up to $2.45. 600-to-650-pound 600 steers averaged $2.02 and sold it to $2.26. 650-to-700-pound steers averaged $2.05 and sold it to $2.19. 700-to-800-pound steers averaged $1.92 and sold it to $2.08. And 800-to-900-pound steers averaged $1.85 and sold it to $1.92. Heifers were 20 to 30 cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a group of 500-pound grass-fed steers at a pound, a group of 550-pound exotic steers at $2.45 a pound, a group of 600-pound black steers at $2.25 a pound, a group of 650-pound black steers at $2.19 a pound, a group of 700-pound black steers at $2.09 a pound, and a load of 800-pound exotic steers at $1.92 a pound. We had a group of fancy black Angus replacement heifers from the McNaughton Ranch, and they sold for $1,380 per head. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Wayburn Livestock Exchange. The market that gets the cattle and the prices too.
2: And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold
6: 8,000 hogs Monday, selling a range of $225 to $240 per ckg. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,400 head, selling a range of $224 to $237 per ckg. Ham's number one sales this week are up, selling the range of 70 to 77 cents per pound live weight. Ham's cash hog price today is mixed, and forward contract prices opened mixed this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar was down 35 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.2777. Canadian dollars currently trading at 78.22 cents US. Daily US cash prices are mixed, with the Western Corn Belt recovering $2.15, while the national and national cutout adjusted reference prices were lower by 83 cents and 85 cents US 100 weight relative to the previous day, respectively.
2: Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the
0: Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim
2: Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. The Saskatchewan government has launched a $4 million economic recovery worker experience initiative. The program is a one-time pandemic recovery initiative for employers and job seekers. The program provides funding for paid work experiences for job seekers to gain practical skills in priority sectors like hospitality, agriculture, retail services, health and child care. Career Training Minister Jeremy Harrison says the Economic Recovery Work Experience Initiative will help resolve the gap of skilled labour shortages in key priority areas. The project will connect up to 465 job seekers with employers looking to resolve their workforce needs, which will result in sustainable employment and access to new talent for employers. To be eligible, participants must be job seekers working with SAS jobs career services or an approved service provider and be at least 18 years old, legally entitled to work in Saskatchewan and facing job skills related barriers to obtaining employment and working less than 20 hours per week. Employers will be eligible for up to $6,000 for each work experience participant, with 100% of the minimum monthly wage covered in the first month, 80% in the second month, and 60% in the third and fourth months. On the markets, the TSX is down 20 points at 21,160. The Dow is up 436 points to 33,381. Oil is down 546 at 97.55 a barrel. The Canadian dollar is up 23 one-hundredths of a cent at 78.20 cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada contact your local crop protection retail today to book your AvidEx Edge and Fortress for this spring. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. You've been listening
0: to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, following the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything ag. 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicides.